Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thanks for being here. Let's get right into it. Super Bowl 57 is over. The Chiefs are champions again. The Eagles are heartbroken and pissed off. And Brady Papinga, a Super Bowl champion, a man who let me hold his the ring once. Even though I'm a Bears fan, he's a Packers fan. See, people can get along. Uh, joins us now. He's not a Packers fan. He played for the Packers. Packer. Uh, Brady Papinga joins us now. Good morning, Mr. Papinga. Good morning, Billy. How you doing, man? I'm good, buddy. I mean, you know, I used to write about the Chiefs. And my kids were born in Kansas City, and they're, got, they're all Mahomes fans, so they're, they're pretty happy. Um, what? Uh, let's start here. Is there any hyperbole or, or, or bold statement you want to lean into about Mahomes and his level of greatness after – his second, what, second ring in six years in the league and five years starting? Well, I would say since he hurt that ankle, because I've dealt with a high ankle sprain injury multiple times through high school, college, never had it happen to me in the pros. But just as a reference point, I've torn my ACL twice in my left knee, herniated the disc in my back, torn ligaments in my hands and all over my body. The most painful injury by far, one that brings you to the point of wanting to fully vomit, that's how severe the pain is, is that high ankle sprain. And for Patrick Mahomes to – oh, another little caveat. When he re-injured it again in the first half, the end of the first half yesterday, and he's in that crazy pain, that even is more painful than when you first did it because you got the scarring coming down. So when you look at how functional and well he's played under those circumstances with this ankle and his 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 big mo for his, his uh, playing quarterback is moving, it, it, that to me it goes down as one of the greatest performances in not only just NFL history. This goes down in one of the greatest performances in all of athletics because of the amount of discomfort and pain that he had to on every step. And especially when he's stepping in the throws, he's having to navigate the pocket, and most specifically when he's running away from defensive linemen or the rush, gaining these huge first downs like he did yesterday to basically you know, catapult that drive to, to win the game there late in the, the fourth quarter. That's just unbelievable because most guys just don't do that. They don't want to deal with that kind of pain. And then if they do have that kind of pain, a lot of guys want people to know that they're injured so that if they do play poorly, they can always say, well, at least I was injured. He wasn't about that. He was like, I'm going to still find a way to play phenomenally, which he, I, I think since he hurt his ankle, he still was completing almost 70% of his passes. His rating was over 100. 
he, he leads his team to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't even think it's hype. I think it's real. That was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen just in terms of fighting off the pain, discomfort, and going out and just being a true competitor. Brady Rapinga here on the show. Brady, I know obviously guys in that locker room love him and respect him and know how good he is, but even at the standard that he's established for himself in that Chiefs locker room, when a guy goes out and plays through that kind of pain at that level, how much does that inspire or win over or whatever it is? What is the impact on the guys around him? That's a great question. It's, it's, they already had an immense amount of respect for the guy. And then when he goes and does that, there's because there's always guys, just so you know, that become very famous. And you're always wondering sometimes, like, how much do they really care about their own brand versus the team? And in those moments, that's where you learn it. Because does it hurt him and his brand if all of a sudden he's like, hey, I got a crazy high ankle sprain, I can't go. Or he doesn't play well. It really doesn't. Because he's already packed Mahomes, he's already won the MVP for the season. He's already like the haze in the barn in terms of, you know, recognizing him as an all-time great potential. I don't even think it's potential anymore. But even before this, he was already on track to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But then all of a sudden, when you see him go out there and battle through crazy pain, and, and like I said, everybody who's had an eye ankle sprain understands the crazy, immense, sharp, again, giving you the desire to vomit kind of pain that you go through. And for him not to go out and just play and then play extremely well and run on it, knowing he's going to probably re-injure it even more and more and more, that just takes it to a whole new level where you're, you're looking like, this guy's not about Pat Mahomes. This guy's about us. And wanting to, and then it results in a championship. I mean, that just galvanizes the culture of a team to where, hey, this is a team game. This is about going out and doing what we got to do for the team and uh, when your best player does that, and, and really, he, like I said, he really doesn't have any reason to do that other than for the sake of the team, man, that just galvanizes the culture like you wouldn't believe. It's like going to Patriot Way, but you don't need Bill Belichick there to kind of just put everybody in their place, you know? It's just <laughs> done naturally through an example. That's that's what Pat did. I mean, it's, it's it, I'm, I'm still just like in awe. It's an amazing performance. And, and like I said, and his teammates, I, I just based off of the reaction, they all recognize that. Uh, Super Bowl champion, former NFL player Brady Papinga here on the show, calling Patrick Mahomes' performance yesterday one of the greatest in in sports history, not just not just NFL history. Brady, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I waited five minutes and forty seconds to ask you this. What did you make of the defensive holding call? That obviously was was not the only thing that happened in that game, but but a big part of it at the end. Well, let me give you some insight into that, okay? And I, I was in the meeting. I've heard it from these refs' mouths, okay? Cause so, so just so everybody understands, every training camp, every single team, all 32 teams will get a visit from an officiating crew. And the, all those officiating crews will go and they'll have a me- meeting with every single team, and they'll go over, okay, this year we're going to emphasize this rule. This year we're going to emphasize that rule. And they'll actually have clips. And then they have a Q&A, and you get to ask them any question. Hey, if I do this, what do you think of that? If we do this, is that roughing the pass? Or if I do this, is that holding in coverage? If I do this, is that pass interference? And you get to go back and forth. I was in the meeting, and it was Gene Serator, right? He was the guy that was leading the meeting, and he said, if we see any, and I mean any stretch of a jersey, it is an automatic Foul. Like, we are not. 
There's no like there's no like gray area. It is like a trigger. This the jersey stretch, the fa- the the flag comes out. Boom. And that was clear. And that had been cl- that's that, that's been clear for 10 years, by the way. So, in that if you look at the replay, it's very clear. The right hand as he's as Juju Smith-Schuster's making that, they call that the like a uh, in and out route, where you got a whip route is what you know Greg Olson was calling yesterday. There's all these different terms for it. Basically, he's coming in, faking like he's going to do a crossing route, and then he, he he pivots out. And on that pivot, when he gets grabbed just enough, it gives the defender enough time to stay with that movement. Most times, you're, there's going to be a little separation gain there. That's holding. And look, a lot of guys, and, and I hope people realize too, guys get away with that all the time because like Charles Woodson. That's like how he made his career. Kind of situations without the refs knowing, but that's the key: is you got to be able to block the refs' vision of that particular kind of nudge or grab or whatever, which didn't happen. Obviously, that's why the flag came out. So the defender admitted it. I will sit here and tell you as a defender that yeah, if the refs and it's clearly communicated, this isn't like it's some gray area. Like oh, I didn't know that. No, this is very clear, very well known. If you if the ref sees any stretch of that jersey, it is out. The flag is out. It is holding. Brady Papinga, dude, you're so good at this. By the way, thanks for coming on. I, sh- I should I usually say after you leave, but you know what? I'll tell you now. You're you're the man. Um, where do you think? Well, actually, let me do one more Super Bowl question. Uh, Jalen Hurts, right? There, there can only be one winner. There can only be one team that that's victorious. I thought Jalen Hurts was was inc- was incredible. What did you make of his performance, and what's your confidence level? Just in terms of him staying healthy and him staying at the level he was this year, that he can put his team in a position to try and, and, and be back in that game in the years ahead. Oh, he's he's phenomenal. I mean, look, you look at all of his running stuff, which caused the Kansas City Chiefs nightmares in the first half. For some reason, again, it's the Super Bowl. There's a lot of pressure. They stopped running him as much in the second half. I get that. One play, by the way, I will note out. I know they were on their own 35-yard line. It was like third and two. They hadn't been stopped the whole game on any play where they wanted to get two yards because how good they are at quarterback sneaking, that was a problem. So I, I almost look at their loss more on the their coaches kind of just not just fully utilizing Jalen Hurts' full capabilities in the second half. But that's not even what impressed me because that's just kind of a given with him. You know, he's a really athletic, strong runner, obviously, with his quarterback sneaks. The league is going to have to figure out how to just manage those because right now there's no there, there's no physical – like by the laws of physics, there's no way a defense can stop that. I don't think people realize that. There's only, there's only one way, and I'm not even sure it's legal. Basically, you have to jump over the pile, grab the back of the quarterback's uh, shoulder pads, which is usually a collar, uh, you know, the cowboy collar tackle, and then you have to pull him backwards. So I'm not even sure that's legal, but that's literally the only way you can stop that play as of today, unless there's some big guy out there that exists that can clog up the middle. But besides all that, his throwing was phenomenal. I mean, he put – I mean, uh, that third and 14 on that out route, that the play was reviewed, and it was still – you know, upheld. I mean, unbelievable throw. The coverage was perfect. They had underneath coverage. It was on Goddard, the tight end. They had over-the-top coverage in the corner, literally on the underneath coverage, lifted his hand up, and the ball just literally inches went over the top. The, the accuracy on this guy is crazy. His poise, his confidence, which is like we talk about Mahomes, 
his confidence is the same thing. It just spreads to everybody. And it's like, yeah, they get into a, like a tense moment. He doesn't even like flinch. You know, he's just like, yeah, this is, you know, this is part of our job. This is what we do. And then they, I mean, he's phenomenal. They're, they're going to find a way back and they're probably going to win a Super Bowl or two, you know, because outside of a couple of, I would, I looked at more as self-inflicted issues with the Eagles offense. The Chiefs were not stopping them. <laughs> I don't know if there's a defense out there that can stop them. And the big reason is, is because of Jalen Hurts. He's phenomenal. And I do look at him as what a great blueprint for what the future NFL quarterbacks looking like in terms of a guy who can run and you're going to use his legs, but yet keep him out of harm's way. And I, and I, and I do believe he's, he's got enough of that, that awareness about him that he's not going to take on those direct hits and have health issues. Like a lot of running quarterbacks in the past have had, which shows that, yeah, you can use a running quarterback and have him be really good and lead you to Super Bowl titles. And that's, that's how I look at Jalen Hurts. He's, he's phenomenal. Former Packer Brady Papinga here on the show. Uh, Brady, where is your guy Aaron Rodgers? Do you think? Do you think going to play next season? Oh well, right now he's in a dark room. You know, I was like, I don't know if you guys know. I was going to ask you. He he brought up that he'd heard it from other people. Are you one of the other people that's like, bro? Like, no. get in the dark room. No, 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 no. I'm not a dark room person. You know, I get a little scared. <laughs> when I'm too, in dark man. Rooms, but I was. I was in one last night when I was sleeping, obviously, and I woke up and I kind of thought about him. I was like, I can't believe he's going to sit in this for four days straight. That's just depressing. But, hey, you know, to everyone their own. Uh, but, yeah, I, I look at Aaron's going to most likely, unless something crazy happens, get moved. You know, because I, I can't see him. And if you know Aaron and everybody knows how competitive he is, the reality that he may end up being the backup quarterback this year uh, again, it may be circumstantial. It may be performance-based. You know, like if he gets nicked or whatever, like he did this last year, I, I don't think he's going to be good with that. You know, because I, I do believe that's the only way the Packers could keep him is if he was under the understanding, like, look, if we get in the same situation this next year like we did this last year where we're not contending and we're, like, on the bubble of making the playoffs or not, we're going to go with Jordan. I don't believe he's going to be good with that. I don't. I just don't. Because he's too, too competitive. He's, he's going to think in his mind, no, I can get us out of this. I can – I can turn this around because he's done it before. But I don't think the organization is going to let him do that. And so based off of that, it's now just a matter of posturing by the Packers to get the most possible value for him in the trade market. And they have all year, guys, because this bonus of his literally is like it doesn't really trigger until like the season. So the Packers already did a nice job of creating this opportunity, this huge window where there's not a rush. They can fill each other out. They can fill out the situation, get the best deal for him. And then he gets the chance, too, to, to really be involved in the process. So I don't think it's going to be resolved anytime soon, maybe by the draft, because, you know, drafts get draft picks, and maybe you'd like to use some of them this year. <laughs> uh, but I do believe he's most likely played his last days for the Green Bay Packers. And if I had to guess, I would guess he goes to the Jets. Uh, Brady Papinga, you are a you are a good man. I love having you on, buddy. What an NFL season! Thank you, not just for today, but but for all the times over the course of the last however many months you, you made time for us. My pleasure, Billy. It's always fun to jump on you, my man. Always fun Thank to you. jump on with you. Thank you, buddy. Brady Papinga on the show. Love that. All right, so so he gave us a little take on Aaron Rodgers. We'll update you on what's going on with that, what Derek Carr is about, the surprising Colts decision, and even James Harden 
dropping some truth on his former team. All of that and more coming up and buy or sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you, along with Andrew Bogus and Tom DeCelestino. And we've, done, we've not done a lot of alien talk here. Pretty proud of myself, and Andrew was proud of me earlier too. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, bogus. You think they're aliens, though, don't you? You think one of them's extraterrestrial, right? One, I can tell one of eyes. the four, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, that's all we got for you today. Let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, let's pick up where we left off last segment with Mr. Brady Papinka. Not much of a surprise here, but the Jets have officially checked in with the Packers regarding an Aaron Rodgers trade, according to sources. Remember, Rodgers, as we spoke about, goes on his four-day darkness retreat this week, and Rodgers himself said he'll have better clarity on what he wants to do with his football future. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell the Jets need to go all in and trade for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, bye, right? What, bye. what else do the Jets have to... I mean, they've been in so many Super Bowls lately. I understand the... 
Bogus, weren't you like Team Aaron Rodgers in a big way last week, I think? Uh, I think I broke the news to the Jets that they should be interested in Aaron Rodgers. You did. Apparently they listened. Yeah. Righter than you at this point in just one Footballier than quarterbackier than you. Yes. He did it. All right. By the way, just quick just quick breaking news. The odds just came out. The Chiefs are five to one to win the Super Bowl next year. The end. That's all I got for you. They're the clear favorites. Five I'm- to one? That's dumb, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those right. are pretty crazy odds. Let's stick with quarterbacks here. Derek Carr met with the New Orleans Saints last week, much like Deshaun Watson's situation with the Texans. The Raiders granted permission for Carr to meet with New Orleans because the Raiders approved the Saints trade package that it would take to land Derek Carr. However, Bill, yesterday reports came out that Carr will not waive his no trade clause to go to the Saints or any other team. Now, if Carr is on the Raiders roster come Wednesday, this Wednesday, he's owed $40 million and guaranteed money, making it very likely he'll be released and become a free agent. Buy or sell Derek Carr should want to become a free agent. Buy. Buy. And I love I love the fact that these guys like didn't treat him with a, whatever, it's a business, right? But didn't treat him with a ton of respect. Not a lot of reverence. Benched him. Don't come around here no more. That's a song. And a reality for Derek Carr. Call because it's business, and he is putting their you-know-what in a vice, their feet. He's, <laughs> he's giving vice. them their own medicine right back to him. I haven't looked ahead on the script. Are you getting into this Micah Parsons thing, by the way? Uh, I wasn't. So if, if, if Did you see this? I did. All right, we'll get into a little bit. Do you know what I'm talking about, Bogish? I don't think so. Make sure I have the right guy before I... Uh... Yeah, before I... Uh... Mike is very vociferous, though, on social media, so I don't know exactly where you're going. Maybe I do All right. know this. Here's what it is. You ready? Last week, I was on the Zach Gelb show, and Zach and I were bantering, and I pretended on the air that Zach had a foot fetish, and he did not take well to it. And then off the air, just because I thought it was funny at Radio Row, I kept bringing it up to random people, like, did you know Zach's in defeat? Just because I found it really amusing. Uh, including, like, one of his friends was there. Like, I met some. I was like, who are you? He's like, oh, I'm one of Zach's best friends. I'm just here at going to the Super Bowl with him. I'm like, oh, how long has he been into toes? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I walked away. He's like, I didn't. Oh, yeah, he's into toes, apparently. Zach didn't love it. Then, at one point in the weekend, I was really proud of him. We were going to get dinner, me and Ryan Hickey, his producer, and Zach couldn't go. We're like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got to meet someone. I'm like, who? He's like, I got to meet someone. And literally, Trace drops, dude. Bros before toes. It's one of the best <laughs> lines I've ever heard. So over the weekend, because then Zach, you're into toes. I'm like, bro, it's everywhere. It's just a weird thing. He's like, hey, listen, you're into toes, not me. I'm like, all right. He said, so Zach, credit Gelb, Micah Parsons went on with Brian McFadden on Brian Mc, on HQ and admitted he's got a foot fetish. Buy or sell, Micah or anyone else with that proclivity should be sharing that. You know what? I'll buy that. Bye. Me too. We should be open-minded. You might think it's gross. Someone else might think it's, it's great. Go do you. And then, according to Amanda Guerra, do you know who she is? Very talented HQ host. Micah was trying to, like, I think if I got the conversation right, she, he was trying to get a look at her toes. And I think she was like, no, man. <laughs> yeah. See, this is, I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm not going to judge Micah for liking feet. Although I have a lot of questions. I don't get it either. I think it'd be great, though, because if you could 
you know, as a single person, none of us are. If you could, if you could uh, strategize your social life around toes, I just feel like it'd be a lot easier easier to accomplish, you know, whatever your goals are well, on that front. It's, I mean, I would think, again, not having done it myself or really thought about strategizing for it, it seems like an easier thing to gawk at if you needed to, like, be on the train or, like, at a bar, like, oh, there are your feet, open-toed shoes, great, instead of, like, looking at somebody's butt or their chest or their face. Oh, you went grossly. there. Yeah, dude, just, I mean, can you imagine Micah Parsons or anyone else with a toe fetish walking the beaches of, of, of California? Right. There's just porn everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Our buddy Bryant McFadden, his reaction to that, amazing. his facial expression. It's amazing. He was so confused. He was so stunned that Mike had <laughs> said was. this. He didn't know what to do. So Bryant asked Parsons yeah, about me. Zach Gelb's foot fetish. And no, no, no. no. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that was good. Well, no, keep going. <laughs> but it is amazing. Tell me something I don't know about you. And, and Parsons goes, oh, I like to- I, I, I'm into feet. And Bryant goes, you like toes? And just- Micah goes, yeah. And the look on, it's got millions of views, the look on Brian's face, he just does like. (gasps) They were doing like a lightning round of questions, so McFadden was just rifling off question after question, not really, like half listening to Parsons' responses, and then he said that his face just dropped. He could not believe what he heard. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to send it to you. Amazing. All right, let's keep it in the NFL here, Bill. The Colts reportedly have their next head coach, and his name is not Jeff Saturday. Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen will reportedly accept the job at some point this week. Now, the 37-year-old Steichen has been the OC in Philly since 2021 and was with the Chargers prior to that. Buy or sell the Colts hiring an unknown head coach in Shane Steichen? I'll buy, just because of who it's not. Yeah. You can celebrate every day of the week on this one. Sundays, Wednesdays, Saturday. Sell. Bye. Oh, come on. What a kiss ass. (laughs) What a kiss ass. How is it a kiss ass? He's just. Oh, him. Yeah, him. He's just buying and buying and buying. Oh, I agree. No, you're right. I thought you meant I was being a kiss ass. No. I'm in a good mood that it's not Jeff Saturday. I thought for sure after this long, drawn out process, Jim Irsay was just going to slip in. Jeff Saturday is our next head coach with some ridiculous long-term contract. Well, I still need to know how this worked out. Did did Shane Steichen simply win this job and we were over overreading the love for Saturday or did the like conspiracy theory actually work where the other cult people got all of these guys to come in hoping that one of them would convince or say not to hire Jeff Saturday, and Shane Sykin was that guy. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, it's a good. I just, all I know is that it's not the buddy who can't coach. It's not the, like the the friend who has no business doing it. All right, let's get to some hoops here on Saturday. No pun intended. The 76ers beat the new look Brooklyn Nets one hundred and one to ninety eight, and after the game, James Harden says he is no longer the bad guy anymore since Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant also asked for trades out of Brooklyn. Now, fast forward today, I don't look like the crazy one. You know what I mean? I don't look like the guy that, or the quitter or whatever. You know what I mean? The, the uh, media want to call me. Like, I knew what was going on, and I just decided to, hey, I'm not, I'm not built for this. Like, I don't want to deal with that. You know I mean? I want to play basketball and have fun and enjoy doing it. And, um, and fast forward to today, 
You know, they got a whole new roster. <laughs> James Harden says he's not the crazy one. Buy or sell, Bill, how James Harden handled his exit from the Brooklyn Nets. Buy, in Bye. retrospect. And I look, I'll, I, I stand corrected, too. I made fun of him for forcing his, you know, 28th trade in 28 days or whatever the jokes were. I mean, I, get away from and By the way, buy or sell that the dysfunction he's referencing, because I think it's important, is Kyrie Durant-related rather than institutional to Brooklyn. Bye. Bye. It's it. And yeah. I think it might just be Kyrie. I think Harden might have realized that being that close to Kyrie was not a good idea. But also, we've all had bosses who look the other way or, like, buddies who have a friend that's the worst. Like, their buddies, your buddy's buddy's the worst. I mean, you you have to – Durant's got – obviously, like, for whatever reason, was, was, was all in on the Kyrie for a long time. I, I'm going to be in New York City. The week of March twentieth. So get your get get your get your drinking shoes ready, guys. Um, why drinking shoes? Uh, I'm going to go to a Nets game or two. I'm going to show up to say hi to some people. Buy or sell? I'll be one of nine people in the building. Buy. Yeah, feels like. Uh, I was going to say sell because I'm going to go. So it's one of ten. <gasps> you and me? Why not? You want to go? Maybe. They're playing the Cavs twice, Tuesday and Thursday. They they play the Cavs <laughs> both games. Ooh, which is the better one? It's tough. I think we should go to the Tuesday game and get out of the way. I, well, and I, but my guess is that Thursday game also will be NCAA tournament day. So I wouldn't want to be in an NBA game on that Thursday. Oh, snap. And the NCAA tournament starts, yeah, it's yeah, a month I, from now. I think sun, the previous Sunday, I think, is Selection Sunday. So that actually might be op- the first full day of NCAA hoops. The number oh, just dropped wow. from nine to about two. Yeah. I'm not going to go to that game either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, buy or sell, one of us agreed to go away during the last week of the NCAA tournament, so we'll be missing the final four in the national title game. Uh-oh. Bye. Yeah. Bye. You talking about me? No, me. But when are you gone? I'm gone the week of April 1st. Uh, I think I got I looked at my phone. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Yeah, yeah. This is like, as an NBA guy in the other job, it's always a good time to take off because they just forget the NBA exists. At the end of March. Live the first week programming of alert. Yeah, I'll be out that week, too. Ooh. You and I are both gone. The week of, week the of, sec- we're doing this twice, later this month and yeah. then in April. I, I mean, I basically have an alert. When you put your, your, your vacation request in, I get an alert. And Diesel just got both alerts simultaneously right now. Diesel's on his own, man. Are mm. you taking that week off, too? Now he is. Uh, now I am, yeah. Yeah. It's the kids', it's the kids spring break. Exactly. All right, let's stay in the NBA here. After hitting a snag in a deal that would... Good segue. Thank you. After hitting Great a segue. snag in a deal that would re- reunite Gary Payton II with the Golden State Warriors because of a failed physical, Payton and this deal are going to go to Golden State. Payton's court muscle the injury... The deal's going? Yes, the deal and Payton. They're both going to Golden State separately. <laughs> Payton's court muscle... What about Sadiq Bay? He's really my concern in this deal. Mm, you'll have to give the details on that one. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Peyton's core muscle injury could sideline him for up to three months, though. Remember, Peyton had abdominal surgery and didn't make his season debut until January 2nd. Buy or sell Gary Payton II has a big upside for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I mean, it'd be better if he wasn't hurt, right? I'll, but I'll buy. I, I, buy. They need that defensive effort. He was a great fit. They liked him in the locker room. I really like, I really like, they save money. Right, Wiseman goes out, so they save a whole bunch of money. I like I like the trade. 
buy or sell, and I know we don't know, and it's my job to find out, I don't know, but buy or sell from a distance, the Trailblazers just lied to the Warriors. I guess I'll buy that. Me too. Bye. And I would think the Warriors said okay to this because they still want to save on James Wiseman. Yes. That's why they push that's why they're okay with this going through because that's a bonus in and of itself. I think like unloading Wiseman is a big part of it and they're trying to save as much money as they can for some difficult decisions that are coming up. And Sadiq but Bay, G- I think is a hawk, D cell. You can confirm or deny. Bye. Thank you. Indeed. Indeed. Um buy or sell that we can call GP two, who I met when he was like fifteen, by the way. I know his dad. Name drop. Um, buy or sell that that it's okay to call GP two the mitten, even though he hates it. Uh, I'm gonna sell. Sell. Really? Yeah, I mean he's bigger than me. He's stronger than me. And now if he hates the nickname, that's a bad combination. So sweet, sweet kid though. I'm sure he's he is. Gonna. What is it he likes to be called? There's some nickname he likes to be called. GP2? No, can't remember. The it's Mitten? Cool. The Mitten's better. He doesn't like the Mitten. <laughs> All right, Bill, let's I mean, get... what's wrong with the Mitten, by the way? He Why we got to hate on Mittens? I think he wants to break out of his dad's shadow, exactly. obviously. The glove, I think he you know, wants to create a nickname for himself. Mm-hmm. That would but be my guess. You don't get to create your own nickname. That's the point of a nickname. But I think... Oh, he like... wants... No, no, sorry. He wants to be called... The Young Glove. He prefers Young Glove, so the whole out of the shadow doesn't work. I got to admit, that's not a great nickname, Young Glove. It what's the wrong What's wrong with the Mitten? Now I'm, now I'm going to delve into what maybe Mitten sounds soft to him. Or it like, does sound soft. What makes a Mitten? Is it, beca- is it like, do you have to actually... Um, no fingers. Well, oh, no fingers. on it. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah Mitten's just thumb in a pocket. That's a Mitten. Wait, what? Like a thumb? There's a no thumb individual hole. like sleeves for your fingers. Right. And then like Oh, the... but they're still covered. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh god, I think maybe they're covered. One off. big thing over your four fingers, not the individual sleeves, like D Cell said. So it's a, it's very like nor like it's very Iowa too, right? Maybe northern New York too. That's like a thing we wore because it was cold. I would like the mittens that I think you're thinking of where you can like peel the top off and like release your fingers to grip stuff whenever. See, what's and then the you point throw... of those yeah. though? Because they're multifunctional. Yeah, but if I right, did if I didn't want it covered, I wouldn't wear mittens or a glove at all. No, no, no. Well, but... some of us want the gloves so we can point when we're giving directions to people. Not a problem for you. I yeah. never have that issue. I right. never what, had that. What if we call him the the buy or sell? I just came up with this. The trap door. <laughs> I because nobody's. Nobody sees it coming. I don't think that's going to stick. <laughs> the trap it, door, no? It's not. It sounds insulting more than anything else. You can sell it. Dude. So it's fine. Sell. Uh, I liked it. Let's get to some long ball here. Baseball. Long ball. During Fox's Super Bowl pregame coverage, they announced that Derek Jeter will join the network as a studio analyst for next season. Buy or sell being interested in seeing Derek Jeter... As an MLB analyst, uh, a buy. I'm looking forward to an absolute buy. lack of personality on the television screen. It's going to be no, no. I, 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 I'll be curious if he's good at it. Um, we all know Adam Clue. He used to produce the show. Uh, he's a program director in San Diego. He's a personality that is that is controversial on this show. I love him. Um, he is also oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Perfect. He's a dog with a. Bo- oh. He's a perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> He's a dog with a bone on whatever he is interested in. I think I've told you guys he's obsessed with fantasy baseball. Buy or sell 
he's already sent an urgent fantasy baseball note now that the Super Bowl is over. Bye. Of course he has. I mean, let it breathe, Kluger. And is it actually urgent, though, is the real question. It's February. What is the date? It's February. What is today? The 15th? I don't even know. 13. We got time. Don't we? I thought yes, so. Yes, absolutely. Okay. There's not, no matter what it is, it's not urgent. I thought so, but I, you know, maybe I lost my my compass. I don't know. All right, Bill. Let's squeeze in one more here. College sports. New Mexico State University has canceled the remainder of its men's basketball season due to hazing and, more specifically, harassment and multiple counts of criminal sexual contact. Now, three members of the team are accused of pinning down another teammate last week and touching him inappropriately. The victim told police he had no choice to let it happen because, quote. It was a three-on-one type of situation, end quote. The victim also said similar incidents like this have been occurring since last summer. Byers saw that once all the facts come to light, it could mean the end of the New Mexico State basketball program. I mean, I'll, I'll sell because sell. if Penn State football is going to continue, right, I, I don't think this is going to end this program. But what a... Uh, here's a... I'll ask you guys a question that is a really difficult one, and I've read everything I can on this, and I still don't know. This is, I believe, a first-year head coach who is who is overseeing this program. If I have this right, buy or sell, buy or sell, that the coach bears responsibility for this. Buy, buy. You do. Whether I mean whether or not he ignored something or just simply was overseeing a program where this was able to happen, it's on him. That's part of the job. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Because that guy's career is is over. Maybe, right? Like, year one, this happens. But this is the second crazy thing. They, they had a player involved in a shooting with another yep. with a New Mexico student. In November? And then the coaching staff kind of tampered with evidence and, right. like, ran away to, I don't, to, to do what I don't know. Like, they should have all been fired then and maybe not been playing since then. So, I mean, this is... This is two terrible things back-to-back by the same group of people. What an absolute mess. Yeah, it's so ugly. By the way, I have no problem. I, I wouldn't even want the program. To, now, like a, a one-year or two-year suspension. Like, I was all for Penn State being suspended, being, destro- being ended forever. And, and obviously... They weren't, and everything worked out, and, and I guess that's fine, and the people involved in that Penn State thing aren't not there anymore. So I'm not immune from believing that's the right solution. I don't think it's the right solution here. No, you just everybody's got to go that's there now, and maybe you put something in place to make them like earn the ability to play again in the fall or the year after that. But, I mean, this is two really, really bad things that like just cut yes. the entire idea of – college athletics and adults being in charge and grooming young men and making them this and making them that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just gross, both of these stories. I agree. It's evil. It's awful. And severe punishment should come down. Um, all right, we're going to circle back to some Super Bowl talk. I, I think there's a lot to get into. And I'm sure we'll unpack some of this over the next few days. But how about a little conversation on Andy Reid, who's now the John Elway of head coaches. I'll explain that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Mahomes was incredible. That call was controversial, but I think we all accept that was the right call, even if it was an ugly way for the game to end. The Chief, Chiefs' offensive line stood sturdy in the face of a great, great Philly defense. Jalen Hurts, as if it hadn't happened already, but on the brightest stage, on the biggest stage, established himself as a top quarterback in the NFL. A lot to take away from that game. Short-term, long-term, all of it. Mahomes, one of the greats of all time. Don't want to lose sight of Andy Reid's legacy renaissance in this second stage of his coaching career. Clark Hunt, after the game on the stage, shouted out, I think first and certainly foremost, Andy Reid, he said, is one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. That's true now. And that is a serious change from Andy Reid, the coach who couldn't win, the great coach who was a loser That's the legacy and the label he had in Philadelphia when he had to move on. If you remember, if you go all the way back to the early part of this century, Donovan McNabb years, which, by the way, shame on us and me for not getting Donovan McNabb on the show last week. I saw him. He gave me a hard time for not having dinner with him. I didn't have the heart to be like, I should have had you on the radio, bro. That's That's my bad. During that McNabb run, and over the course of Reed's time in Philly, most of it with McNabb, Andy Reid made five, five, five NFC Championship games. Made one Super Bowl, as you know, didn't win it. The T.O. McNabb combustible relationship. And, and the the read on this guy, the book on Andy Reid, correctly at the time, was he couldn't win the big games. He couldn't. And it reminds me so much of John Elway. Younger people won't remember this, but... I can remember, and I, I feel bad about this. This is I apologize. I wasn't a bully in school, but there was a kid who was obnoxious in the suburbs of Chicago, uh, Broncos fan, who always made fun of me, the Bears when they lost, which was all the time. And after one of their failed attempts to make the Super Bowl win the Super Bowl, I can't remember, I did at lunch at Gregory Middle School in Naperville, Illinois, make fun of the kid, just like a little payback, and he burst into tears. I, feel, I don't feel as bad as I should, but I should feel bad. That, but that was Elway, Elway the loser, I think I said. Elway the guy that couldn't win the big game the master of the two-minute drill as long as something wasn't on the line. That was the sort of, you know, fair, not fair, the shtick, the joke pointed to John Elway. 
And then he won, not one, but two at the end of his career, and all that, all that angst evaporated. He was going to be a Dan Marino. He was, and then he wasn't. Same thing for Andy Reid. Coaching careers span a longer time, obviously. They, they span a, a, a longer stretch, and coaches have less control, ironically, over, I think, greatness than the quarterbacks who play because the quarterbacks are physically out there on the field getting it done. But Andy Reid gets all the credit for Patrick Mahomes. He's the one that wanted them to move up to 10, 10? To take, maybe it was 12, to take, to take, um, take Patrick Mahomes. He's the, I think Mahomes might have gone 12. I think it might have been Trubisky to Watson, Deshaun Watson, 10, Mahomes, 12. D-Cell's gonna, gonna fact check me. But wherever Mahomes, where was it, Tommy? Ten. He was the second quarterback taken in the draft, ahead of Deshaun Watson. I mean, what a, what a pull, man. And, and give Andy Reid credit for that, for developing him, for sitting him behind Alex Smith, even though they knew for in that first year that, that Mahomes was the guy. Andy Reid went from that guy that couldn't win the big game, that went to an organization, the Kansas City Chiefs, that could never win games. The Chiefs went a generation. They went Montana to, I think, Alex Smith without a playoff win. I was there for some of that, writing about that team. And they bring in a great coach who can't win, put him in an organization that's great that can't win, and now you're talking in five years, five consecutive. This guy's made ten conference championship games between his two teams. And now he's got two Super Bowls. He is one of the greatest coaches of all time. And the Mahomes did it. No, he did Mahomes. It's both. That is an equally sim- There is more Mahomes-Reed, I think, shared glory for me than there is even Brady-Belichick. Because as much as I know that Brady drafted, or Belichick drafted Brady, he did it in the sixth round. It's not like he knew. If he knew, he would have gotten him earlier. He wouldn't have risked it. And not a criticism on them. So congratulations to Andy Reid. All the accolades, the Hall of Fame career, the idea of one of the great coaches of all time, it's all well-deserved, and it could have gone the other way. That's the beautiful thing about sports. You are what you go and you get. You eat what you kill. Your legacy is what you make it. And when someone else tries to stop it from being. Andy Reid, man, one of the big winners. Great guy, too. Congrats to him. Fun show, great show. Thank you to Brady Papinga. We will do it again tomorrow. My name is Bill Ryder. The show's Ryder than you. Thanks for hanging out here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 